Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. So glad you are here today. It is your Wednesday edition, April 4th, 2021, as we're continuing to kind of rearrange things uh, here in the studio. Just kind of a quick update. We've got new microphones on the way. Because we know this is not the best sound quality, especially compared to some podcasts. This is, this is the weird spot we're in. So when it comes to a lot of the podcast or podcast style shows, especially on YouTube, they have such amazing quality. They've got green screens. They've got you know microphones that are a thousand plus dollars. All the things they need, but the content is absolute garbage. So I'm wondering, once we get all these adjustments and changes made, maybe we'll actually start getting uh, some of the numbers that these garbage podcasts have. I mean, there are some popular podcasts that are absolute garbage. I mean, it's awful. Trish watches a lot of them. I'm like, why are you watching this garbage? I don't know. It's almost like... um, I've got some kind of YouTube voodoo or something. I, I don't know. Drives me absolutely nuts, though. So we've got a ring light going here, which has helped the lighting a little bit. We're trying to light up the flag behind us. We're, we're going to put a green screen soon. We're trying to find the right one. So uh, any suggestions y'all got, when y'all go down there and y'all comment on this video and like and share and all that, give us some advice. If you got advice on what we should do as far as the setup here, we're more than happy to take any of it. We'd love to hear it. Uh, two things I want to talk about. I want to revisit something on yesterday's podcast and also something we have not talked about this week, and that is the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and how he's being attacked. And I'll tell you exactly why he's being attacked. That's the most important thing to know here. But first, let me tell you about Vapor Forge. You know all about them. Um, they're still working on their social media and website stuff, so I don't have anything to pop up on the screen. But just remember... 4673 Highway 280 East, 205-874-9010 is their number, 874-9010. Go down there and see them. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on Over the Line. Those guys are proud, proud sponsors of this show, and uh, we're glad to have them. They're good friends of ours, and and we wouldn't want to uh, be partnering up with any other vape store because these guys are the best at what they do so yesterday we talked about the mlb mlb game moving from atlanta to denver colorado because of the new voter laws um that the state of georgia is requiring now there, there was a lot of weird things about that because uh the georgia laws they changed it They had an original bill which was very strong and very strict on voting, and it was the right thing to do. But they got pushed back from leftist groups and CEOs and everything else, and they're like, all right, we'll work together, because Republicans do that. Democrats do not. Republicans will look to Democrats and say, do you want to put something in here? Let's go. So they did. They kept some drop boxes, like one per city or one per county. Um... Uh, expanded, extended the voting deadline as far as, I guess, early voting, absentee voting, all these things that actually made their voting more lenient 
than most major cities across the country, most states. Um, but the MLB said it was racist and they weren't going to put up with it. So they decided to move the All-Star game out of a, uh, a city that was 51% black and moved it to a city that is 9% black, all in order to help black people. Makes a lot of sense, right? You can imagine the 51% of, uh, or more of African Americans that planned on maybe having a seasonal or part-time job or making some extra cash during the All-Star Game. No longer going to be able to do that because it's in Colorado. Nonetheless, they did it anyway, and they did it on the back of some very bad information that was put out by the media. Now, this is why... The media is a direct threat to you and your family, even when it comes to putting food on the table. But what's different now is you have someone in the White House who will back the media up, even when they are lying straight to your face. So you had, after the MLB made that decision, Joe Biden asked, he was asked about it, and he said, uh, I think it's a great idea. I think these laws in Georgia are Jim Crow 2.0. He called it Jim Eagle. Jim Eagle. What is Jim Eagle? And um, he backed him up, saying that uh, the laws in Georgia are equivalent to segregation and lynching, which is what you usually think of when you think of Jim Crow. Um, so that was pretty damaging to have the president of the United States saying that kind of thing that was blatantly false. He even repeated some of the talking points that were absolute lies about the new laws in Georgia because he's not researching it himself. He's just being told what's in it or maybe he's watching the media or whatever. Nonetheless, after making those statements, Peter Ducey, who, by the way, is an absolute trooper, is in the White House press briefing and he asked Jen Psaki, hey, uh... Is, is Biden going to backtrack on his statements about the MLB since now everyone knows that what he said, in fact, was a lie? And Jen Psaki seemed to say, no, Joe Biden's not going to stop lying about the voter laws in Georgia. And then just one more quick one on Georgia to put a bow on it. Um, is the president going to change the way that he talks about the new Georgia voting law? Because uh, in that interview that you referenced, he said the law would end voting at 5 o'clock when working people are just getting off. And he said it would end voting hours early so working people can't cast their vote after their shift is over. But the Washington Post gave that claim for Pinocchios because that part of the law gives counties the option to extend voting hours. And so I'm just curious if the president is going to change the way that he's talking. Well, look at the smirk on her face. She's just like, she knows. She knows it's all a scam. It's all a lie. She's like, I figured you would ask me this. So let's listen to her answer. Fundamentally, the president doesn't believe it should be made harder to vote. He believes it should be easier. But the thing he said has been determined by election law experts to be not true. So I'm just curious if he's going to stop saying that. Well, again, I think we can, uh, the fact checkers will also tell you that uh, this bill does not make it easier for people across 
the state of Georgia to vote, and that's where he has concerns. So according to Jen Psaki, he is not going to stop lying about the voter ID laws in Georgia. Got it. Thanks for the confirmation. But it was weird because Joe Biden then turns around and is asked by, of course, Peter Ducey again, because Peter Ducey is the only person asking legitimate questions to any of these people. The rest of the press is throwing softballs, which is absolutely disgusting after what we've seen the past four years. He asked Joe Biden that uh, he brought up that there had been discussions about the Masters or the PGA moving the Masters out of Georgia, where they have the Masters every year, however often, they, I guess it's once a year, right? And um, Joe Biden had a very, very different view on what the PGA should do about the Masters. How's it going, Mr. President, in Vienna? How are the Vienna talks going? Uh, I'll report on that later. The Masters golf tournament should be moved out of Georgia. I think that's up to the uh, the Masters. Look, uh, you know, um, it is reassuring to see that uh, for-profit operations and businesses are speaking up about how these new Jim Crow laws are just antithetical to who we are. There's another side to it, too. The other side to it, too, is when they, in fact, move out of Georgia, the people who need the help the most, people who are making hourly wages, sometimes get hurt the most. I think it's a very tough decision for a corporation to make or a group to make. Oh, what, what the what? He is now admitting that it does affect the people of the community, especially people of color, when the community is 51% black. Shocking. But I respect them when they make that judgment, and I support whatever judgment they make. But it's the best way to deal with this is for Georgia and other states to smarten up. Stop it. Stop it. Stop what? Stop what? Stop making voting easier? You idiot! Well, somebody just passed out. Like I almost passed out just now. Somebody fell out at that answer. Okay, that's it. I can't. I can't watch any more of that. So Joe Biden now is saying that uh, you know I I'm not going to decide one way or the other. Give my opinion on it. I'm just going to let the PGA. I'm going to let the Masters make the decision for themselves, and I'll respect whatever decisions made. Why didn't you say that for the MLB? Why did you encourage the MLB to move out? And now why are you so concerned about the people of that community, of that city, being economically affected by such a big event moving out of their city? It's like, this is how I imagine it, that that Joe Biden sits in the Oval Office and people are walking in and out every day and he's just kind of, got this blank stare staring at the wall and as people come in and out and they tell him uh, mr president blah 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 blah, mr president blah, 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 and they're giving him all these briefings and all this information and he's just staring off into space the information's going in but he's not really there 
So by the time, it, when, when the time comes for him to stand up at a podium and speak to reporters, all of that stuff that's gone in his head in no particular order just starts to come out. Because that's just what's been pumped into his head. He doesn't know what it means. He doesn't know how it coordinates together or, or what goes with what. It just, it all comes out. And that's it. And that's what you get. <laughs> in a matter of days. Not even days. A, a, a day or two. 48 hours. He's completely changed his stance on how he feels about the sporting events moving out of Georgia because of voting laws that nobody even knows what they are. And you're just reporting absolute bullcrap about it. He stood up there and bullface lied about the Georgia voting laws. Saying that you couldn't vote past 5 o'clock in Georgia when people get off work. Not to mention, Democrats shouldn't even care about that. Because only Republicans are voting after work. Because they're usually the only ones at work. But whatever. But the media, I cannot express to you guys enough how much of a danger the media is to society. And that's where Ron DeSantis comes in. Ron DeSantis is probably the heaviest hitter in the Republican Party today outside of Donald Trump himself. And he is a threat to the left. The number one reason he's a threat to the left because he knows exactly who the enemy is, and that is the media. The media is enemy number one. The Democrats are enemy number two. Now, granted, the Democrats control the media, but the media is the one that gets the message out there. The media, social media, big tech, all these guys are in the same bubble, and they are doing the footwork for the Democrat Party. Because if the Democrat Party didn't have the mouthpiece of the media... Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi could do a million press conferences a day, and the general public is not going to watch it and consume that information. They're boring. They're, they're, they're a snooze fest every time those people are on stage. So nobody's going to watch it. It's just like all the 81 million people that voted for Joe Biden. Nobody's watching his press conferences but us. Just because we want to know how bad it is. Nobody's watching that stuff. Nobody. That's why people are still walking around with masks because they don't pay attention and know that it's stupid to wear a mask. They just take what Randall Woodfin of the Birmingham mayor said or Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg or, or they saw a post of Anthony Fauci said you got to wear a mask. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. That's another thing and I'll talk about that. Our mask mandate here in Alabama ends this friday at 5 p.m the governor said all right no more we encourage you to wear masks but we're not going to mandate it the birmingham mayor birmingham which is the city we're located in says that it is irresponsible to end the mask mandate and force the general public to wear a mask so birmingham city is extending a new mask mandate that just covers birmingham and you have to wear a mask. And it lasts for another month. And then it'll extend and extend and extend. And oh, I don't even want to get on the mask thing right now. It makes me so angry. But Ron DeSantis is a big threat to the left. And I, I explained to you why just now. One of the biggest examples is what just happened in a 60 Minutes hit piece on Ron DeSantis that was almost immediately exposed and he wasn't having any of it so to give you an explanation because these clips are going to be back to back 
I'm going to show you the 60 minutes piece, and then I'm going to show you the actual full clip in its entirety, unedited. Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida had teamed up with Publix to administer the vaccine as one of the last legs of their their process of getting people vaccinated, especially older people. And he was asked about it because apparently Publix donated to his campaign. What they don't note is Publix donates to almost everybody's campaign in the state of Florida because that's where most Publix are. Publix has a, a bazillion locations in Florida. So it's in their best interest to donate to everybody. So whoever wins is going to be somebody they donated to. And then maybe they can get some favors on the backside. It's how politics works. But because Ron DeSantis made the ultimate call that Publix could be one of the main distributors of the vaccine, in the eyes of the media, it was pay to play. They gave them the exclusive rights only because they gave him money for his campaign. That's right. That's the way 60 Minutes painted it. Here is, up first, the 60 Minutes piece that aired just days ago, accusing Ron DeSantis of being a corrupt, pay-to-play politician. Listen to this. We wanted to ask Governor DeSantis about the deal, but he declined our request for an interview. We caught up with him south of Orlando. Publix, as you know, donated $100,000 to your campaign, and then you rewarded them with the exclusive rights to distribute the vaccination in So Palm first Beach. of all, that, what you're saying is wrong. How, how is that not pay to that, play? That's a fake narrative. I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites, we can give more to hospitals, we can do the Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. But Melissa McKinley, the county commissioner in the Glades, told us the governor never met with her about the public's deal. The criticism is that it's pay to play, It's wrong, it's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not. Isn't there the nearest public? No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yes, sir. That's actually a fact. And then she goes into the nearest Publix is 30 miles away. They literally did a survey and uh, all the older, the elderly residents of Florida, all of them live within like two miles of a Publix. That's where everybody goes. So it had nothing to do with that. But they cut out the meat of the explanation. They cut out the part where Ron DeSantis explained exactly what happened and lied throughout that whole hit piece. CBS and 60 Minutes have a habit of this. And it's important for us, whether we're in the media, whether you're just an average person on social media or whatever, to start calling these people out and waking others up to the fact that they're consuming information from people that are lying to them over and over and over again. Here is the full clip with the full context of that exchange with Ron DeSantis as he was explaining why Publix got the deal with the vaccine. And we had to go to one of the local Florida live streams in order to get it because everybody else had chopped it up to make DeSantis look like some corrupt politician. So first of all, what you're saying is wrong. That's 
that, that's a fake narrative. So, first of all, when we did the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. So they were going to the long-term care facilities. They got vaccine in the middle of December. They started going to the long-term care facilities the third week of December to do LTCs. So that was their mission. That was very important, and we trusted them to do that. As we got into January, we wanted to expand the distribution points. So, yes, you had the counties. You had some drive through sites. You had hospitals that were doing a lot. But we wanted to get it into communities more. So we reached out to other retail pharmacies, Publix, Walmart. Obviously, CVS and Walgreens had to finish that mission. And we said, we're going we're gonna to use you as soon as you're done with that. For the Publix, they were the first one to raise their hand, say they were ready to go. And you know what? We did it on a trial basis. I had three counties. I actually showed up that weekend and talked to seniors across four different publics. How was the experience? Is this good? Should you think this is the way to go? And it was 100% positive, so we expanded it, and then folks liked it. And I can tell you, if you look at a place like Palm Beach County, they were kind of struggling at first in terms of the senior numbers. I went, I met with the county mayor, I met with the administrator, I met with all the folks at Palm Beach County, and I said, Here's some of the options. We can do more drive-through sites. We can give more to hospitals. We can do the publics. We can do this. They calculated that 90% of their seniors live within a mile and a half of a Publix. And they said, we think that would be the easiest thing for our residents. So we did that. And what ended up happening was you had 65 Publix in Palm Beach. Palm Beach is one of the biggest counties, one of the most elderly counties. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach. And the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. So our uh, way has been multifaceted. It has worked. And we're also now very much expanding CVS and Walgreens now that they've completed the long-term care mission. Yes. And it's wrong. It's wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative. And you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. He laid it out in great detail, but CVS decided eh, it's not that important that we play that part where he <laughs> explains that not only did they not just give it to Publix, they made a trial run. There was plenty of people ahead of Publix that was uh, distributing the vaccine. And the fact that Publix was the most convenient for 90% of the elderly in Florida, that was the reason they did it. With as crazy as the media has gone over COVID and getting this problem solved and keeping people safe, you would think that they wouldn't be working against a guy who's actually getting the vaccine to people. Imagine that. Imagine a media that wants to keep people from getting the vaccine. Ask yourself why. Why is the media, why do they seem to want COVID to continue to go on? Why do they not want COVID to be taken care of? Why do they not want people vaccinated? It almost comes off as if they want more deaths. They want more, uh, more people contracting COVID. Why is that? It's not because they don't like the president. They're not going to pin it on him. They're going to pin it on Republicans. The number one threat to society is the media. They are rotting the brains of people. They are lying to people and causing them to vote 
based on a house of lies year after year after year we have to get it through people's heads that the traditional way of consuming information is no more watching the evening news and getting your information is no more used to the whole family would sit down at six o'clock watch dan rather or whoever on the nbc abc nightly news get the information and that was it but that's been 20 30 years ago that kind of stuff doesn't exist it's all a lie and as soon as people realize that they have to stop listening to the loudest voices to get the truth we will all be a lot better off if people could wake up to the lies that they're given through the media through big tech democrats would never hold office again it's shooting fish in a barrel when you're dealing with facts that's why and i may have said this yesterday but it's why it's so easy to succeed in conservative talk conservative talk radio you don't hear of liberal talk radio you never run across liberal talk shows that are successful and you know flourishing and it doesn't happen and it doesn't happen because they don't have the facts to back up their theories it's all twisting words it's word games it's all about feelings feelings and not facts now on the other hand conservative talkers can have successful careers because what they talk about is in fact based on facts one of the big things in radio that i learned during my radio career is whenever you say something on air you better make sure it's correct because there are several people listening to your show at any given time that are waiting for you to say one thing that is untrue that they can prove through a simple phone call is untrue and make you look like a buffoon sharks in the water circling waiting for you to say something that can be easily disproven and as long as you say factual things and things that are based on stats and numbers and everything else you're fine you can obliterate anybody that calls in and tries to argue with you but we deal in facts we deal in reality we deal with what works we don't base our feelings off a wall being racist at the southern border we base it on facts we base it on knowing that provides security it's why the biden administration is now flipping around and talking about continuing to build the wall to fill the gaps it's crazy it's absolutely crazy the media will always be, until we get a handle on it, the biggest threat to this society. That's it for today's episode. Make sure you comment, like, share, all the things, and check us out for a brand new episode tomorrow. Until next time, see you, Coles.